The Morning Brew Podcast with Jaffe and Razor, sponsored by Berkshire Bank Home Lending. Where you borrow matters. Well, the NHL schedule maker wasn't being mean to the Bruins. On the other hand, probably wasn't being that kind either. Coming out of the three-day Christmas break with back-to-back road games in Ottawa and then in New Jersey. But the Boston Bruins do not get deterred. They do not seem to get bothered by anything. And while they lose to the Ottawa Senators in a shootout, they win in New Jersey. Two wins in, what, five or six days over the New Jersey Devils. As we welcome you into Morning Brew with Jaffe and Razor post-Christmas edition, thank you to Berkshire Bank for the presenting sponsorship. And this show is made possible by our friends at Sparks and at Apex. We will touch on them a little bit later. But let's touch on the Bruins, Razor. First of all, as we welcome you back from a little Christmas break, some Canadian family in town for you. That all went well? Nothing, Nothing too crazy, I assume? No, nothing crazy at all. It was great having having my parents here. It was nice to to have them and my dad took care of all the things that I didn't take care of around the house, all the handyman things. My mom spoiled the kids rotten and and we hung out. So it was good. They got back no problem. Everyone missed all the weather on both sides and it was a nice little nice little holiday. It's like sluggish, huh? It's like the holiday sluggishness is setting in. It's it's time for everyone to go to school already, and, and I need the routine. Like f- three days, like the NHL guys, three days I'm out of the routine. I feel horrible. I need I need it back. Well, the horrible thing may come from alcohol and food, too. That might be self-induced. <laughs> That's I'm every night. Sure. Yeah, at least it is. Oh, my God. I am, I am, it's disgusting right now. Oh, I know. I, I, I'm at a, a new low. Actually, no, I'm at a new high, unfortunately. <laughs> but I'm at a new low in my give-a-shit meter. Yeah, no, that's I, the problem. Oh, my God. Um, uh, kids euphoric with their gifts, I assume? Was there you know, was there one gift that um, you kind of did the old, oh, God, are you kidding me type of thing? Did you have, no, did you have anything like that? We didn't go nuts. We we did. We're getting to the point. They're a little bit older, so now it's a little bit more necessity. And then you know, it, they're into sports, so it's like you get sports stuff. It's it's yeah. it's hockey stuff and cleats and you know just so it, it's. But no, we didn't put a boat in the garage. I don't know how about you guys? Did you you do anything banana? We land, didn't any do anything vacations or no 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 no. But we yeah. are we will be putting one together. Otherwise, I don't know if my wife will still be my wife. And by the way, I don't. Well, I, you know that you might. Yeah, I think they, the two of them talked for sure. I, I don't blame her. By the way, it's been way no. too long for a vacation for us, and I'm I desperately want to do it. We just get wrapped up in all the other stuff. Um, we are talking about one, but that that wasn't a holiday gift. Uh, no, we just we did make it to the island down to Long Island, Eastern, where where Vic's family is from. Uh, somehow, some way, almost a little bit, you know, potentially planes, trains, and automobilish, but it just became automobilish uh, after the boats and everything were canceled. 
Uh, but we had a great time. Awesome to be at the in-laws. Um, you know, usually it's a weird year. We, we usually have Thanksgiving with my family, which we weren't able to do this year, which was bummer. But, um, and then we did Christmas, uh, with her family. And, and so that was nice, but quick, real quick, uh, back home, uh, ate a lot, drank a little, ate more. I just keep eating. It's all I do right now. I'm eating my feelings. <laughs> Right now. And, um, uh, you, you know, um, we did, you know, so Jake had never had a PlayStation before, never Xbox or a PlayStation. We're the, we're the old school family of, you know, yeah. mean, mean parents. Yeah. And, go um, outside. somehow, exactly. Go outside, shoot pucks, go play with the dog, everything that, you know, you're supposed to do. He got one this year. So I've been trying to oh, put good. it together today. Putting it together isn't the hard part. The whole child thing account the passwords and the oh my the god video, you you get the games on you don't have the game like it's not the the disc like you have to go find the game somewhere else and then the it's a disaster it's an absolute unmitigated disaster of an experience i almost threw the remote through the tv <laughs> screen this afternoon <laughs> i've already forgotten two passwords and it, you know it, it because he's obviously not old enough to have his own account. Um, I think that I I think that because he's not old enough, I have to help. I you know I have to do the whole parental thing. But meanwhile, now there's there's like like I, they say there's no funds in the account. Meanwhile, I put my credit card down, and now I can't. I don't know how to do this whole thing. I sound like such oh. an old. It is so disgusting. I can't um, wait till you get a $500 credit card bill on it. And then the other thing is, is when the remote, like how hard is it to go through all the alphabet and the screen? Uh, like up, up, over, left, left, left. It takes an hour and a half just to put your email address in the screen to be able to get to the, uh, it is the worst. I won't do it anymore. I'm done. It's the absolute worst. Like I, I'm, I am so, I am absolutely so uh, despondent over it. So RC is telling us right now, thank RC to the rescue. Okay. RC is going to come to the rescue for us, Ryan, right? You're going to come to the rescue and you're going to save us. This old guy on, uh, on video, uh, games setting us up. Uh, Ryan is, uh, Ryan's giving us some texts behind the scene. He's going to save my ass. Thank you, bud. (laughs) Because God knows I need it. I mean, it's disgusting. Anyways, listen, that was the gift. And, 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 and Julia got her, I don't know how we got it, but we got Taylor Swift tickets. So oh, she's oh. all happy. Right. Yeah. So anyways, long way to get into it. But Ryan, thank you for, for saving my ass. Uh, because it might be a scary thing. When it's, although, you know what? I also have Victoria. She will help out. Let, let's get back to hockey here. Okay. Uh, by the way, we hope everybody had a, uh, a a wonderful holiday. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Everything. Hope everybody um, has great health and happiness and everybody is safe and sound, especially with some of the crazy-ass weather we've had lately. But back to hockey. The Bruins get on the plane early um, on Wednesday morning after the break. They do their morning skate in Ottawa. They play a game against the Ottawa Senators that at times wasn't, you know, especially early on, I don't know. It wasn't it wasn't great. I give Ottawa credit. I I mean, they're still not a great defensive team raiser, but they played pretty hard defensively. You talked about backing the bus up, you know, parking the bus in the middle of the ice. They did a good job with that. Um, you know, they... I, I, I give them credit, but the third period, holy shit, did the Bruins turn it on. It was like they just said, 
not enough, but like, okay, we know we haven't been great. Let's do what we know what we need to do, and let's make a difference in 27 shots on goal in the third period. <laughs> yeah, it was it was incredible, and, and yeah, it, it didn't have the 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 same all right, little brother, I'm throwing you over the fence vibe. Like it, it just had the it was clinical again, and yeah. and we haven't seen a lot of that clinicalness. We didn't see it against New Jersey again tonight, but we saw it in the third period where every tape was every pass on the tape was perfect, every handle was perfect, every thought process that each line mate had was exactly on the same wavelength and and they were just cooking it, it was that Harlem Globetrotter feel you get in the garden some nights on Saturday where it's like wow that's impressive that this team's done this season and uh it, it happened it happened in the third period and and if it wasn't for cam Talbot. Or four or five more minutes left in that game, it 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 should have been five to two. Um, but but again, they found a way to get that point because it didn't look like it was going to be a point halfway through the second, and it would have been okay. I, I think you know we were doing the show. I think we would have been okay with them not getting the point and found mm-hmm. a way to slough it off. But they did, and and then you, you you roll the dice on the shootout at the end, and one of their good players made a good play. Yeah, and. In the game, you made the point during the Nesson broadcast on Wednesday night that it wasn't that the goals were lucky because they were both that the goals of the Bruins scored. They were both off good plays, but they were fortuitous bounces that led to their to their goals. The Debrusquan mm-hmm. off the glass, even though he accelerated beautifully with a neutral zone play, a touch pass from uh, uh, from Bergeron to him, and he jetted up the right side, gets his own carom off the glass and in. And then the Zaka goal, I don't want to call that a lucky bounce. It was really a heady play, hand-eye coordination extraordinaire by Zaka, pretty much just kissing the puck with the stick blade, bringing it down when he met the ice, and then the quick release of the shot, but caught, not Talbot off guard, just didn't give him any time to, to figure out where it was. And, and this came after Talbot was phenomenal on the penalty kill, or when the Bruins were on the power play, and made, what, four, five amazing saves in a matter of, 20 seconds, 30 seconds, something like that? Yeah, it was an incredible sequence for for Cam Talbot. And then then when we did the highlights, I I forgot, too, the other night that he made the huge save on Pasternak and the big shoulder save on Krejci earlier than that, too. So within three minutes, he made seven unbelievable saves with the whole sequence on the power play. And then he gets smoked with the crate or with the Zaka one right along the ice, which was an unbelievable play, like you said, to for Zaka to corral it, put it mm-hmm. down, and then be able to put that much zip on it right along the ice and recognize he had to shoot it along the ice. All heady plays, but at the same time as a goaltender, you're like, really? Right, you know, you're going to get me with that one. You're really going to get me with that one. Like that's a joke. Yeah. You know? Um. So 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 it was. But again, that's a, the Bruins are so good that they get those breaks. The, the the players themselves in those situations forced those lucky breaks that they got. Exactly. They they earned that yeah. opportunity at least to tie the game. They did. They earned it. Mm-hmm. Um, Cam Talbot. I don't think if unless I'm forgetting something. The Logan Thompson game was real good for Vegas. The home mm-hmm. the Bruins home game against. But. That had to have been the best performance against the Bruins this year. Am I forgetting somebody? Am the I forgetting? only other one was, and it's that doesn't count, but it was the Stalock 
in Chicago. I mean, th- that no, Chicago yeah. game, they gave up. He gave up six, so it doesn't count. So it doesn't close. But he was that was it was impressive what he did because it could have been fifteen. Yeah, yeah, but that was a. I mean, Talbot is a good pro goalie. Of course, he's a pro. You know, he's a good. He's a good pro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. Um, you t- I asked you your take on him, and you like him too. Like you, you yep. say you like him. You know, um, he's earned, he's carved out a beautiful career for himself. Has made some some nice contracts his way, earned some nice cash. Yep. Um, didn't want to go away from Minnesota, but got basically helped put himself in that position by being unhappy uh, yep. with having to split in mini when Mark Andre Fleury came there, and now he's in Ottawa, and he came through for his team. He helped them earn an extra point. Um, in that game shootout eh, I can't there was I mean if I'm gonna split airs I didn't love the shootout some of the I mean it, it just seemed like I don't know some of the guys maybe they they went to moves whether it was DeBrusque or or uh coil uh that uh, we've seen before you know like I don't know yeah, it, DeBrus, just, it just didn't it work yeah, I would have liked to see DeBrus switch it up because he did that. He's done that three in a row now, and Talbot mm-hmm. ate it up again. He's a pro. He's the one watching video. I mean, the last guy should have been watching this video, but but the, the LA guy, he he doesn't. Copley didn't. He's right. caught up in the moment. He's a young guy. Didn't get caught up in it. Talbot was all over it. He knew exactly what he was going to do. Coil, I like Coil's move. He just missed it, and then David's move was okay, but but again, he didn't have enough bear down on it. And and it's wild to think that David doesn't have bear down on his shootouts, but sometimes he doesn't. And and he had Talbot where he wanted him, he just missed the net. And and that's, that's isn't why, that again, almost... wild to think Talbot or past him misses the net. Right. To think that he missed the net, that's crazy. But it I, I think it's almost intentional. It's just him Yeah, it is. Being him he, and he he's coming in. He doesn't as love if... it. Yeah, well, you, and as if just to say, I I think I'm going to score on you no matter what, and I'm just going to show you that that type of thing. And okay, it doesn't always work, but um, you, you know, I I look at the game against the Devils too, and while you know, you know, Pasta was involved against the Sens, it, you know, he wasn't the guy. It was DeBrus that scored and Zaka that scored. Uh, the goals. Uh, you go to the New Jersey Devils game. It was Trent Frederick. Who, uh, by the way, Freddie, good for him. I thought it was a good fight. It was the right yeah. kind of fight. Yeah. And you know, the hockey gods, I guess I'll say, rewarded him you know, for for that type of play. You know, he lined up as well as a fourth line center in this game. Tomas Nosek, maintenance type day. Jim Montgomery called it. Didn't play. So a player who had played every game uh, uh, sat this one out. And I was fine with that. That gets AJ Greer back in, but then you had Bergeron score at the end of the game with the, uh, the tip, but otherwise like you weren't, it's another opportunity that you aren't just relying on the top line to score goals. And I continue to get, you know, I guess heartened a bit by that, by the continued trend of yes, David Pasternak is scoring a ton of goals and putting up a ton of points, but it doesn't have to be Bergeron. It hasn't been just Marchand. And therefore, you're getting... And the power really, play. And the power play, yeah. And, and and we're going to get to that. I want to talk about the power yeah. play in a minute because we're starting to see five forwards again more, more right. regularly. But, the, you know, it's just the, the, the depth of scoring, or not even scoring, the depth of the players that are that are creating chances is significant for this team. We couldn't agree more, and, and I, that was my thought with the Devils game, especially. Is it, it almost was? I, I didn't want them to get 
that power play goal to put them over the edge. I, I didn't want I didn't want that game to feel like that. I wanted mm-hmm. them to 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 find a way and and with the Fredericks with the the Bergeron tip, just the random tip, not the bumper play, not DeBrusque and Marshawn making great or Lindholm making like just a steady Eddie wrist shot goal. And then Zaka, what a that's uh, that's as good of an empty netter as you're gonna get to to take out your old superstar teammate Hughes, knock him to the ground, get back <laughs> up, put it in the net. Like that's that's a that's a big boy empty netter, and, and Zach is a big boy player, a guy who's gonna help down the stretch when these games get tougher. And for him to score a couple games in a row after, I couldn't believe he didn't score in seventeen games. I I, I never I would have put that. Uh, that was interesting the other night, but two in a row now. I couldn't agree more with having that second another way to win, not the power play finding ways to win, bailing you out, not Marshawn bailing you out, not Pasternak bailing you out, just just grinding through it and finding a way as a team. Yeah, as a team perspective, you know they get up one nothing in this game on the on the Frederickle eight and a half minutes into uh, the, the the second period. In, in the first period, the Bruins were out. They were outplayed. They were outshot yeah. sixteen to eight. They were outplayed. Um, New Jersey had good breakouts. Everything that we know about them, they accelerated well. They stretch well. I mean, I will say this: we're seeing too many breakaways against the Bruins. We're seeing too yeah. many for a team that is supposed to be the best, and we know that they are the best. They're giving up too many breakaways. It feels like Razor, you know, we're just we're moments away from a couple of these breakaways going in, and the Bruins having one of those games where they lose four one. Yeah, yeah, and they're it, not it, even it, in it. And they're not even in it, right? It, it just feels like we could be on the precipice of that if they. I say that, and then I, I'm going to contradict myself. But then they go on the, in the second and third period, and they shut the freaking door. You know what I mean? They really, they really structure wise set in, in stick lanes and everything. They shut the door, but it's too loose at times, though. And how many breakaways did we see against Ottawa? Was it four? No, there was, there was three or four? At least three in the first, and then right. maybe one in the second as well. So, so yeah, you're, you, you're, you're to your point, you, they did add them up the last couple of days, and, and even if they're half breakaways from the wing, you could almost get to 10 probably in the last two games, which is way, way too many with NHL shooters. Uh, I, I thought... I'll, I thought tonight there were more individually mistakes, individual mistakes than Ottawa. Ottawa it seemed like they weren't working together. Mm-hmm. Tonight it was more like Clifton bobbled a couple of yep. Clifton did. Clifton was bobbling the puck tonight. It wasn't his thing. Clint, Forbert, Carlo, like it was the D wasn't solid tonight individually. When the pucks hit their stick, it was bouncing or they're making. A poor breakout pass. So uh, things they can clean up and, and certainly have to clean up because between, you know, prior to the break, it was the starts. Now, after the break, it's the breakaways. Yes. Uh, you bring up the D. I agree with you about some of the guys struggling. I did think Carlo physically, I noticed him in this game mm-hmm. on, on, on the Thursday night, which very happy to see. Um, running through the roster a bit, something we haven't done much lately I thought Frederick again very good rewarded for the goal three shots on net in the game I, I gotta tell you something Craig Smith up on the third line he he was on he was inside ice razor in mm-hmm. the game against the Devils I you know and he probably got a nice little jolt knowing that he was playing with the third line 
No, and then he was lining up against Coil or with Coil. Um, I and I liked, I did like his game. Coyle as well noticed him ten of thirteen in the faceoff circle. Noticed him as well. You already mentioned Pavel Zaka. I'm just running through some names. Hampus Lindholm to assist. Yes, he was on the ice for the goal. I mean, a bang bang play is going to happen, right? I mean, that's yeah, the, the past show. Beat, it's all right. right. And Lindholm. if anything, you're blaming Le- Linus for not getting a stick there. Like you can. Go I was right going to ask you yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. It's it's one of those ones. So he he did play it in, in that he wasn't gonna reach because a lot if you reach you, like he played it straight up. That's what he you could see he made a decision in his head that he wasn't gonna try and take the pass away that he was just gonna go. I think he didn't realize how close he sure was and that he had to go earlier, meaning that he was gonna get real square. Like he got real square on that puck because he didn't mm-hmm. reach at all, but he was too late. So I, he made a decision. It, in hindsight, not the right decision. He could have been aggressive taking that pass away because he sure was so close he wasn't going to be able to make a play on it. Um, what did you think of Brad Marchand's game? He played eighteen twenty. He had an assist, three shots on goal. I thought we saw a little bit more of the, the prototypical edge work from him. Mm-hmm. The, the the turns, you know, the spinoffs. Um I guess I would say I was I was like feeling like okay again we're seeing that's what makes Brad Brad type of thing and he's so I I can't imagine he's what it's going to be like when he breaks out of this little thing because he could go it's on a tear of like run. it's yeah gonna like be a sixteen run. points in seven games <laughs> yeah it's going to be a run when he gets going uh, I I agree he had a really good opportunity in the third where it just hit the top of Vanacek's left shoulder, a real mm-hmm. good wrister in the slot. I thought that one was going to go in, but but that was a good play. And his stick was better, too. He had better yep. edge work. His stick was much better. His stick was really bad in Ottawa. Everything was – it was like a – Everything a, was bobbling there a, for a, a bunch of racket, guys. A tennis yes. racket for him. Uh, I thought it was better, better against New Jersey. And, again, those three days for, for a guy like that, it, you know, it's going to take him a week to get back into the mix of things and, and feel better. But I, I agree. I thought he looked better against New Jersey, a little more sharp. Yeah. Charlie McAvoy, another physical game. He's been, he's always physical, but I think intentionally even extra physical. The you know, the hit on Heesher. I agree with the, the broadcasters. I think, I don't know if it was Eddie or Jones, or maybe it was both. I don't know. It was, Heesher turned. He turned into it. No call. Correct. No call made. McAvoy with a handful of assi- um, hits in the game. Um, he ended up having a minor penalty as well. But, you know, otherwise I thought his game, again, it was very noticeable, excellent. Uh, Jake DeBrusque, you know, we, we talked at Nesson after Wednesday. Jake, again, noticeable in so many ways. His speed is driving the Bergeron line now. He is he instead of them instead of being brought along by them, I'm pantomiming the drag you know pulling of the rope tug of war tug of war right being dragged by you know he is now bringing them along. His speed is bringing has elevated the pace of that line, and we talked about it off air and we talked about it on air last night at Nesson. I, I mean, neither of us could have imagined saying that those words. This time last year, heck, shit, you know, we probably couldn't imagine saying at the end of last season, even though he ended up pretty well. That's how far he's come as a player. It, 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 it's been 
it's been impressive and and i i don't i don't even i i never played with someone i never been was around anyone like to compare it to this the the jump that he's made the decision that he's made to to take a step and 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 fast playing fast he draws a penalty in the first period but but also playing fast in small areas mm-hmm. which i don't think we've really seen at least on a consistent level in the last Again, three, four, like he's getting underneath like Brad Marchand does. Mm-hmm. He's getting underneath in the corners. He's taking two steps and, and coming out of the corners with pucks now. He's not just trying to hit guys and, and and be around or like put a stick in the corner. He's getting underneath and coming out with pucks and just doing a great job retrieving, whether it's power play, whether it's that on five on five to and even penalty kill retrieving those pucks and keeping plays alive for his line mates is has been impressive and it's been invaluable to to this group he has to be significantly stronger physically obviously to, he, he does he, it's it's he's he's developing man strength now at mm-hmm. his age it's that combination of you know physical maturity mental maturity but physically, he can handle the battles a little bit more. He can initiate. He is initiating more battles. And, yes, he is coming. He's, A, getting two pucks quicker, and he's coming out with pucks more, too. A and B, he's doing yep. that, which is um, which is just awesome to see. I mean, you know, it's hard not to argue that he's see their most improved. I mean, this is a conversation I'm starting to get via social media. I'm sure you are, too, and whatever about you know, I'm not ready for the seventh player award conversation, right? But there's literally like but, ten guys that can win seventh player this year. Feels and, like it. Right however, now. you want to put the 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 guardrails on the award, however you want to say what the award actually means. This year, there's literally ten. It's wild. Yeah. yeah, because you know, is he most improved? It's hard to argue that he isn't most improved. But then you could say, well, hold, this guy's been really improved. That guy, I mean, Connor <laughs> Clifton's been great. <laughs> no. Um, I know he was also on the ice for the goal. The other guy I wanted to ask you about before we um, – I want to move on to goaltending in a second too. Um, I thought Taylor Hall defensively against the New Jersey Devils was excellent. I know he was on the ice for the goal. He was part of the, the, you know, the, the group that was out there. But I thought his back-checking – I noticed him more, I, a lot more than I did in some other games. I, I thought that his back-check, his effort, his, his, his inside play – I don't know. I just thought little details to his game were more noticeable to me. And I was happy to see that. I, I did. I thought that, you know, I thought that, that he's – maybe it's playing against New Jersey, one of his former teams. Maybe that helps accelerate it. But uh, I, I, know, I, I, I mentally marked about four or five plays defensively. I'm like, pretty good. That's good. Noticing him coming back. It's funny. I, I mentally marked him blocking a shot in the third. Blocked a shot in the five, third. That yes. one right yep. on top of the crease yep. in Lena Solmark. And I was like – he blocked it. The, the shot got blocked. The play got. I, I thought it was like Forbert or Clifton, and I was like, "Why is Taylor Hall in, in the slot? Yep. on top of the crease, standing in it. He didn't like trying. It, it wasn't like a forward block shot where he he it kind of hits him. He was he played it perfect, mm-hmm. and then he got on the puck and he got it chipped it up out of the zone. So that that mentally marked me as well, and I think it just goes to show him committing to this this team and, and the way this team plays and the way he wants to play and, and be thought of around the league doing it on the line that he's doing it on. And it doesn't matter to him. 
And I no. think he really wants the league to know that he's this kind of a person, not the the Edmonton kind of Taylor Hall. Yeah, it was great. I mean, it really was. It was. I was like, he's had a he had a great A defensive game. So good for him. Hey, uh, let's just take a moment here and recognize our sponsors for this show. Sparks Hockey is uh, a proud sponsor of Morning Brew with Jaffe and Razor, and they have one of the best pieces of equipment you could ever ask for. If you got a hockey player in your life, or you are and one of your children, go get yourself the Sparks Sharpener. SparksHockey.com is the place to go. Put in the code MORNINGBREW, and you'll get 50 off. Or they've got some other specials right now, too, that are significant as well. It will make your skates happy. It'll make you happy. It'll make your life happy. It'll make it much better. I have a stress ball that I got from my wife's aunt. I don't know if you can see it right here, right now. And I've been squeezing it because I'm I'm a stress ball. You know what? I don't have to do this when I have to worry about getting my skates or Jake's skates sharpened because Sparks takes care of it. So there's no stress with Sparks. Get yourself the ultimate stress ball reliever and a Sparks sharpener, Sparks hockey. Com. Apex Entertainment is in Marlboro. It's 100,000 square feet of pure fun this time of year. Who couldn't use a little fun? It's been a little cold outside. We'll head inside to Apex where the weather is always perfect. Go play some games, whether it's the arcade, whether it's bumper cars, laser tag, all different type of games in Apex and Marlboro. Easy to access, easy to get to. Spend a couple of hours there. ApexEntertainment.com is the place to go and have some fun. They also have a couple of other locations outside of Massachusetts, but again, the big one is in Marlboro. So if you're listening, you get an opportunity to head over there go do it go head over there apexentertainment.com entertainment to say the least we are entertained by the goaltenders um leanest in this game in the game on on thursday against jersey really good really good again in the first period really really good uh bruins as i mentioned before outshot 16 to 8 anything different we can even say about his game here it's just it's just such it's such prepar- it, it's so evident how well prepared he is and how comfortable he is going out and it's almost as if he knows who do you make the breakaway save on wood i yep. mean it's like it's wood. like he, he's i do they keep stats the goalie they must breakaway save percentage i know we don't on nhl.com we don't have access to that but do do teams keep stats on that i don't know you would have to dig deep like real deep to get the breakout numbers in game, the the shootout numbers, the breakout way numbers in game would be real difficult to get. I've never heard of them, but that doesn't mean I I'm not I've, I'm completely up to date are on you, the analytics. So do, um, do you know you, do you know Steve Valaket well? Oh, uh, I you know, know Val, the the Valboski, my old teammate. <laughs> Okay. It- Steve Valiket was my teammate in Sudbury, Ontario in 1997. Really? Me and the really? big Valboski. Yeah, he was the overage. <laughs> I was the young kid. So, okay. Uh, yeah, the Valiket and the, the big cat and I go back. Yeah, and he's got all his yeah, his technology is unbelievable. So he's the guy to talk to. I, I'm not I think they mostly Hit those with high danger opportunities, but but yeah, maybe I'll give the big cat a number. Why call but why wouldn't why wouldn't they keep breakaway stats think it's about it we got one. stats that, i mean yeah that's yeah, exactly the what easiest I'm saying. one of all time yeah right even no, a, a even point. a schmuck like me could take a pen and paper <laughs> I mean, and like write it's down... easier than 
it's easier than hits and giveaways and takeaways, it, whatever exactly. they're making up with hits that. Hits and giveaways. Where was that game? <laughs> no, was, it was it last night, night in Ottawa? Yeah, was it, it was Ottawa? Ottawa. Bunch why, of yeah. crap. A bunch of bullshit <laughs> in Ottawa that the Bruins were out hit two to one or something yeah, like that. Yeah, go look I, at literally. those hit numbers in Ottawa, everybody. That was a joke. Charlie had one hit credited to his name, McAvoy, after the first period, and he had at least three that we documented on TV. What was it? Stutzel had like nine. <laughs> yes. Yes. Stutzel was like the ultimate power forward in that yeah, game. Yeah, that's right. Seriously. Um, uh, but anyways, I, I think if there was a goalie stat for breakaway save percentage, I don't think there's even close. To Le- Linus you can't score on you can't score him on a breakaway. He, he has, he has an uncanny ability to understand the speed of the player. So he always has perfect gap. Right? We talk about defensemen having gap. The best, the, the best goalies have great gap too on breakaways. He has perfect gap. He's a stick, stick length away all the time. Whether the player is Miles Wood flying in a hundred miles an hour or David Krejci coming in a little bit slower, and then he has quick hands. So if Woods tries to shoot on him quickly, he has so much confidence he'll get his glove on it. Uh, it's impressive, and, and you never feel like he's going to get beat on a break. Not to mention, he, he looks like the Michelin man out there. Right. right. Now. Like, he, he, I feel like he's gotten bigger physically because he's so good that now it's just gotten to the point where guys look at him and don't see any net, and they're just trying to be so perfect that opportunities that they do actually have, they miss. Is it fair to say, accurate to say, he makes saves, he doesn't block? He makes saves. Yeah, yeah. No, he's making saves. Yeah, this we're way past the ability. We're way past the 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 Frankie Allaire time where you could just block. The game's way too. You have to make saves all the yep. time. So this, for, these guys are, are. You know, he might look like a throwback sometimes where he's blocking, but but it's all saves. It's all. Saves. Oh, see, I I I think he rarely looks like I I what I was getting to is for such a big man who probably could block more. He doesn't. He makes saves. No. That glove is is sublime. It yeah. snatches everything. And uh, but again, his he makes saves without being Hashik like. I'm not seeing him drop his stick and roll over and all that. And I know nobody was like Dominic. I, I get the Dominator. I, I appreciate that too. But I just feel like when he's on, he's making these saves that are legit. You know, he's rarely getting hit by the puck that didn't see. We never. We rarely say that. Because he's just he's just locked in, man. He was yeah. They, again, there's nothing that there's going to be a couple games where it goes off three legs and in, but it, it really looks like this isn't going to change. There, there, there's nothing lucky about this. There's nothing that he's doing that isn't he he hasn't done every night and he won't do every night. Like it, it won't change. All right. The other question I wanted to ask you before we wrap this show up is Jeremy Swayman back is he back to okay um he's earned himself some more opportunity to play he's earned himself the eye test of of like the the confident thing i mean we talked on nesson about um the importance of the winnipeg game the importance of making that save at the end of the second period uh uh first period i think it was uh yeah first period yeah, again, on Dubois. First period, yeah. Yep. yeah we talked about how he's only given up a handful of goals now in the last three and and you know is he back to where we say hey okay we we know that linus is 1a we know that but now instead of being a one and two we're back to 1a and 1b or are, are, are we are, are we back to that 
I kind of well, think that we are this time of year. I, 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 well, I no, do we are right this now. time of year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, the issue is, is Linus is twenty and one, so it's like it, it, that. It, it's it's twofold, right? The fact that Linus is so good is a great thing for Jeremy Swayman and a, a difficult thing for Swayman. One, it's difficult because it's hard to live up to to what Linus is doing right now, mm-hmm. but. It's an amazing thing because he can also use that same bar to not be close to. Just go and play your game. And it's okay to not play every game if the other guy's 20 and 1. So it, it, it diminishes your expectation a little bit. What happens sometimes is if the other guy's 500 and you're not playing every game, you start mm-hmm. to wonder and you start to question, you start to get a little frustrated. In this scenario, you can't get frustrated. The guy's so good that's playing beside you that if you don't play for a couple games, it's like, all right, you know, I, of course I'm not playing. This guy's unbelievable. It. It's as good as it's yeah. ever been. So I get it. Um, and and but yes, to your point with where the schedule is right now, it's perfect for the Bruins to have Jeremy Swayman playing the way he is because he's getting back. You can continue to allow him to grow his game in practice, but also with games. The Buffalo Sabres in the afternoon on Saturday seems like a perfect place to put Jeremy back in, keep him going. And then you go out west, and you're going to need both guys because you have back-to-backs and a bunch of road trips and travel and time and sleep doctor and the whole thing. So, so yeah, I, I, I say he's back in that he's going to give you a chance to win every game, if not steal a win here or there. He can steal yeah. a win at any point now. You feel better about that. I, I've loved his confidence. I've loved his body language. Um, I've I've loved I, – I, I have. I've, I've appreciated the last couple of games – his timely saves, and I kind—I just feel like his presence is—it's more noticeable. I feel like that the last couple of games, and that's yep. something I've noticed all year with Linus how present he is. I feel like Jeremy is present and presence has presence uh, in the game, and it's been great. So I expect Swayman as well to play on Saturday. The Bruins will not practice on Thursday. They will have a full practice on Friday, a good practice on Friday, too, in preparation for their afternoon game. That's a work day. That is a work day. That's a 40-minute, no more, but a 40-minute, let's get back to a good, good flow here. We uh, have the Bruins on Saturday, 1 o'clock game, 12 o'clock pregame on Nesson, but 1 o'clock game against Buffalo. Then New Year's Day, nothing. They're hoping to have practice at Fenway for the Winter Classic. The weather right now doesn't look so promising, but on the second, the weather's actually looking pretty good. Uh, Not too cold at all, uh, but definitely cold enough. It may actually be a little too sunny. We've seen where sun has been an issue before, and Mr. Raycroft has his own ODR, as the kids call it, also known as an outdoor rink. And you know how sun can be impactful. Um, And then so, by the way, folks, on January 2nd at 1030 in the morning, Razor and I are scheduled to have a live morning brew with Jaffe and Razor from our location at Fenway Park pre-game, early mid-morning, I would call it, uh, for the Winter Classic. So we'll do about a 30-minute show there, and that will be streamed. Um, uh, on the Facebook, on Nesson Facebook, and maybe even the Boston Bruins Facebook as well, like the uh, one at the Garden was. I have to get confirmation on that. And then, as Razor said, after a couple of days off, they head out west for a three-game road trip that takes them through L.A., San Jose, back to Anaheim. 
and I still don't, I never get this. Why the hell don't you just have everybody play LA and Anaheim at the same time instead of forcing them to get on a plane to go up to San Jose to come back down? Right there alone saves every team in the NHL $20,000. Right there. I know. It's so ridiculous. If not even more. Anyways, no. anyways with them. All right. Great stuff. The Boston Bruins come out of the, the Christmas break. Uh, one win, one OTL, one actually shootout loss. So they get they get three points out of four. They continue to motor. Holy smokes. And uh, they're not squeezing the stress ball like <laughs> I am. But uh, that's what happens when you're wound tight like I am. Razor, great stuff. Uh, any radio coming up this week before uh, – you know, by the way, because Brian Zicello, very unhappy that no, I didn't uh, – I caught yeah, that like late yes. in the day today. Uh, yes, Jeez, very, very unhappy that, you know, I, I, I didn't think – as I said, oh, he's right. Geez. Bad social media director no. that, that I didn't promote the other one. Um, we don't have – we got – it's, 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 it's hard enough for us to coordinate just getting here on time, I know. let alone I worrying know. about each other's schedules. So, no. I know. Um, Any radio coming up or no? I'm going to do a little bit before the game on Monday, but I think that's it. Um, what time? What time do you get to do that? Uh, I'm doing that like 9.30 to the 10.15 oh, number and then run into right. you. So. All right. Oh. All right. We'll get that done and then we'll get going. All right. Wraps it up. Bruins doing good. That's all we can say. Everybody enjoy your day. Enjoy your coffee. And, Ryan, get ready to help the old guys with the PlayStation. <laughs>